Good morning, good morning, family. Hey, today I want to talk about um, and share with you something that I've experienced personally and I've also seen as I travel and talk to people during my journey. And that is something in this life called the spirit of an orphan. Now, what do I mean when I say that? An orphan in this world is someone who, and I'm defining it as this here, it's someone who grows up without a family or they were once a part of a family and they feel as though that they don't have a home, they weren't loved, uh, they feel disconnected, they feel as though that anything that happens in this life, I'm on my own, uh, they, they just have no one to care for them and it's just themselves only against the world or they may connect with someone else, another guy, another girl, and decide to live their life away from the people who actually the family they were born into. Now, sometimes this is an okay thing to do because if you're from a toxic environment, I understand that you have to love them from afar. They may be hard to like, but when I say love, I'm talking about unconditional love according to, as the Bible says, believers are supposed to do, or you're not allowing anyone to abuse you, uh, you have set boundaries, things like that, so that you will not be abused. And yes, this takes time, this takes forgiveness, this takes reconciliation of a relationship and please don't misunderstand me. When I talk about reconciliation, I don't care if the person is a mother, father, guardian, aunt in some type of way. You have to decide what boundaries and let them know, but definitely establish with yourself first what boundaries that you will allow yourself to be in proximity with that person. Here's my point today. If we are not careful in this life, we will take the rejection that we've experienced, the hurt, the pain, and we will embrace it even when we come into the family of God. Is that a good thing? No, it is not because first of all, Father God is a loving father. Now, maybe you didn't experience this type of love from your earthly father or even from your, your mother, but according to scripture, Father God is a loving father. I want you to understand that. I want you to experience that. In your life as a believer, it is always good, it's healthy to set boundaries with people but it is not healthy to the extent where you box yourself away from people, you put on a fake facade and a mask as if you like the people when secretly down inside, you can't stand being around them, 
You're in fear when you're in the company of others. You talk one way in front of their face and behind their back, you secretly hate them and cannot stand them. Let me tell you this. This is an open door for the enemy to come in and grow that orphan-like spirit in you slowly but surely. It is healthy to find other mature believers and people in your life. They might not even be believers, but people who are healed, people who challenge you, not only motivate you, but they challenge you to grow and mature. See, a lot of times we'll gather people around us who make us laugh, who don't hold us accountable for anything. And that's not a healthy way to mature and grow. And then after we do that, we'll get in relationships with other men, other women, have children, and we carry our hurts, our pains, our immaturity. We carry them right into those relationships. And one day when we can't hide it any longer, we'll either fall into a deep depression, uh, sickness will come on because of fear. And see, we'll blame the sickness on the devil wanting God to heal us. And God is saying, I can't heal you because you have not surrendered everything in your life that is not like me. God tells us, hey, give me your pain. Give me your hurt. That rejection. Look, I personally have experienced rejection in my life, and I know what I'm talking about. I shared uh, not too long ago, and I'll give you two examples. One example where I experienced rejection was I went to the city where I grew up in, and I had to go back there because my mother had passed away. We were having the funeral. I was saddened about about that event, of course, and I was in town a day before my family was going to come up to uh, be with me to just set some things in order. Well, I thought, and I didn't know this at the time, that, well, since mom's here, I could just stay at mom's house uh, the day before and we can... um, take care of business, have the funeral, the burial, and everything will be fine. Well, little did I know, I went to my mother's house, which was now my house, and when I walked in, there was no one in the house. However, in my mind, I heard her voice as if it was speaking in the house to me. And what it was, it was just simply all of the memories and the people that you used to see in there that sometimes you take for granted. And that's when mourning, grief, sadness gripped me so bad in there that I could not even sleep. I couldn't stay in the house. Well, what I did was I called one of my siblings and I asked them, I said, can I come stay with you? I didn't go into detail of why, 
And they promptly told me, they said, no, you stay right there. No, you can't come here. You stay there. You can stay there. I don't want you here. And that's what their actions showed. So I was in a situation, I felt as though, well, wow, I'll be in here. And it's like being tortured with just the memories, the grief. I remember the happy time. And what I ended up doing that night, long story short, I was able to contact another relative who had came to town for the funeral, and they were staying in a hotel. I asked them the same question. They allowed me to come and to sleep in their extra room with them. Let me tell you something. Having that experience, which I had never had before, yes, I was rejected. Now, you cannot control what happens to you in this life, but you can control on how you respond to those events. If you are hearing me today, I want you to realize that not only does Father God love you, but it is so important that you reach out to someone Reach out to a believer, someone who's mature, who can help you walk through your pain, your rejection, and your frustration. If you isolate yourself, you have to ask yourself why. If your reason is you're blaming someone else, get some help. Get some help. Do not live this life as a lone walker on the way by yourself. You were never intended to live life that way. So family, I'm just going to leave you with that today. I'm talking to all my fathers and mentors. It is so important that we as men, that we not only take care of ourselves physically, but also spiritually. That's always cultivating my relationship with God emotionally When do I need to take a break? Am I eating properly so that I can think clearly? And also, mentally, am I guarding what comes in my mind, the movies, am I observing, am I paying attention? Is this good for me? Am I allowing um, pornographic material to flood my mind so that it clouds my thinking when I'm with my spouse or it's even alluring me to have ungodly relationships and as in the book of Numbers chapters 24 and 25 read it yourself one way that a king an evil king was able to curse the people he was told he said look if you get them to sin sleep with the other women who don't even believe in their God and do what they want to do, which is against God, and have them think that they can mix sin with a godly lifestyle, excusing it as, well, God has grace on me. This is how you can curse them. Read it for yourself. It's in my Bible too. So, hey, I'm going to leave you with that family. You have a good day. Until we speak again.